The worst thing about prison was the was the Dementors. He says she's not gonna say that. She would never say no because of the implication. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. I don't know if I'm gonna be putting on this headset again. My the meatloaf! Fuck! As nuts as you are. Who do you got in mind? Do you know what movie that's Is from? That from Ocean's Eleven? As Ocean's Eleven. Oh, Ruben! Okay. Ruben! <laughs> Good, I finally got one. <laughs> there we go. All right, so we'll go one for two. Yeah, I, I actually thought about giving you like an impossible one each week and just giving <laughs> it to you really it. hard every time. But no, no I, it, it's... Not a, not a good enough bit to do it like that, but uh, welcome to the Get Out of Here podcast. I am uh, host Will O'Shea here as always with the doctor, Jonathan Gannon. Johnny, how are we? I haven't spoken to you in 10 days, but I get to talk to you right now, and that's all that matters, baby. It's good. It's been a good weekend. Called troops nonstop. Uh, I think I've watched every single game, at least some part of it, so I'm excited about that. There we go. Um, you know, a lot of big losses. Bracket's not looking great. Uh, some other things aren't looking great, but you know you gotta you gotta embrace the madness and roll. Yeah, with it. I, I think one thing I knew was not going to happen was that we were going to come on come in with our brackets looking sharp. No, I don't think no, that's no. no, that's not the, us. The worst <laughs> thing about March Madness is I'm a wreck the whole week leading up to it because I think I can rationalize every single game, and that the idea that there is a perfect bracket out there and that. If I just think hard enough, I'm going to be able to predict every game. And you just can't do that. It's end of the day, it's basketball. There's 63 games total. You're not going to be able to predict all 63. Some games you could have the right rationale and it's just not going to happen. There is um, the other part where if you say you, all it takes is one. All, all it takes is one, baby. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, uh, uh, what's it ya. called? I, I, I think you're not alone on that. I think every <clears throat> uh, man from – uh, the ages of 14 to 75 is in the same boat as you uh, with that week leading up where you just – you think everything's clicking. You, your your theories start making sense in your head. Again, Iowa State uh, – did they make the tournament? Yeah, they lost first round. They yeah. did? Who did they lose they to? Got, they, they, they lost to Pitt. They had like oh, two right. points in the first 15 minutes. It was like 20 to 2 mm. uh, Pitt leading. So that was a pretty humiliating game. I think they finished <laughs> with like 45 points. Let me see what they finished with. Yeah, so uh, I, oh, oh, I saw that. One. They scored 41. They scored 41. Hey, that's an Iowa. Yeah. That, that, that's how they play. That, that's cycle in basketball right there. You can't, you can't yeah. really change it. You kind of get what you get. <laughs> but I, no, so we'll start off with the March Madness. Uh, first, I'll say that I figured out how to uh, import sound bites, uh, which we will, of course, overdo, uh, considering this is the first podcast we have Good. with them. Uh, I really wouldn't want to have it any other way. So let's go into March Madness right now. I'm gonna cut it off there. I, it's, I got two hour. I got two <laughs> minutes and fifty one seconds of, of March Madness sound bites. So I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it at four. Uh, Johnny, give me give me some takes. How you feeling? Is the Final Four still intact? I feel like that's the most important part after yeah. the first couple of days. So Final Four uh, is not intact. Lost Memphis, my sleeper pick Friday night. That was a tough blow. Uh, tough mm -hmm. game against FAU. Uh, got Houston going the whole way. So that's still looking strong. Mm -hmm. um, Love the way they play. Uh, UVA loss was tough, um, but I could have told people that was going to happen. 
You're telling I thought me. we would have won, but we didn't, and that's okay. For those listening, I uh, filled out a bracket 10 minutes before because I had spring break in Mexico, and I picked UVA to win it all, which wasn't even like a last-second thing. I had them all the time. I saw him play. Reese Beekman, love him. Isaac McNeely yeah. off the bench. Kihei him. Clark, senior year. You, you <laughs> just got to love it. Kihei made the worst uh, play of a UVA basketball player's career uh, with that pass in the end of the game. I don't know if you saw it. Did you even no, watch so, the game? So, so, here, so here's the thing. And I, I'm, th- this is a you topic, and I am so embarrassed. Uh, if you're watching us right now, I, my, I usually have red cheeks, but they're a little bit extra red right now. Uh, it's just true embarrassment. I literally was in the middle of a bender. I've been in two benders in my entire life, and uh, yeah. both happened to be college spring break during March Madness, that period leading up to it. And I'll say – I have been able to keep an eye on the games, but if you don't, I mean, I, I'm sure you can agree with this. If you don't have that Sunday to Thursday lead up where you come up with 85 takes in four days, I think I mentioned that a couple a couple weeks ago where I was like, you just start, you don't know anything going into it, and then you immediately become an expert. Uh, I mean, my bracket was Willie Lenardi. Uh, so I've been in shambles. We're going to keep it on you. Uh, give us the lowdown on, yeah. uh, on the UVA and all that stuff. So uh, Kihei Clark, who made... In 2019, one of the best passes in NCAA tournament history to beat Purdue. Um, so that's a Diakite? Um, Diakite. Missed free throw, yeah, right. goes in the back. One-handed pass to Diakite for the tie <laughs> to overtime to win that game. So that was big. But then uh, we're up two with like 10 seconds left against Furman. Inbounded to Kihei. Inbounded to Reese Beekman. Gives it away to Kihei. Kihei gets trapped. We have a timeout. We don't call a timeout. Kihei, there's like six seconds left on the clock, throws the ball as far as he can. He just throws it. Doesn't even look to where he's throwing it. Furman guy gets it, passes it, guy hits a three, game over. Uh, So that was tough. Uh, But um, that was a very big loss. But I think the story of the week, uh, of course, FDU beating Purdue was great. Love that. Mm -hmm. Feeling for Purdue Nation. Love that I'm not the only uh, fan base that has to deal with getting talked about with that um but princeton to the how about how about those tigers how about those tigers obviously a a much different tiger school but still how about them oh my god yeah i promise nobody who goes to princeton or is a princeton fan will speak anything close to that but let's go tigers (laughs) um they are playing really good basketball really good basketball and they get a date with either creighton or baylor next round yeah if it's Baylor, I think they're in big trouble. They can beat Creighton because uh, they're playing really good basketball. The uh, FDU Florida Atlantic game is going to be great. Real, real um, quick, going back to Princeton. Uh, one thing I saw on the TV was the Princeton head basketball coach. And yeah. I, I love the the sports coaches at incredibly uh, academic schools. Uh, right. like, like the Princeton basketball coach. Like you just look at him and it's like this guy is probably working commercial real estate in the exactly. off season, you know, very well spoken, very well put together. It reminds me of, uh, I covered the college baseball world series last year. And obviously the only good academic school that's in the top 25 is Stanford pretty much besides like UVA, okay. UNC, but like Stanford. And then it's pretty much the entire sec, right? Hearing an sec coach talk about his team versus the Stanford coach. The Stanford coach is like, you sound like one of the fucking professors. Are you, right. are you teaching econ there too? I just love it. Anyways, keep going. FAU at uh, Memphis. I picked FAU. Obviously that was uh, throwing darts on the board. You had a lot of reasons. What do you like about Memphis? Uh, They're so, well, what I liked about them, super athletic, had good bigs, aggressive guards. Uh, all that means nothing now because they lost and it's, uh, it's done now. But uh, something that's interesting 
Arkansas. Did you watch? Or I guess you don't watch. Uh, no, no, no. I, I watched okay. that game yesterday. You Thank know, they're speaking of differences between Ivy League coaches and SEC coaches. Eric Musselman, the Arkansas <laughs> coach, exactly. He's like there this tiny Perfect. guy. He's this tiny guy, probably five eight, maybe five nine. Takes his uh, shirt off. He, he takes his shirt so off so quick. He yeah, it's so quick. It's like he's been playing. He's like, the second we win this thing, I'm taking my shirt off. And, and the best thing is he's doing it in the crowd. And what my buddy pointed out is I was like, that's a really weird thing to do. But yeah. uh, there were like 15 other Arkansas 50-year-old men that took their shirts off too. And we're just saying, woo pig suey, whatever that means. Uh, <laughs> is that their line? That's the thing, woo pig suey. And uh, oh, I, I might be getting that wrong. Let me check, fact check that. You, you know, sure no, 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 we're, we're not, we're not fact checking here. We're, we're, it's it's Woo Pig yeah. Suey. Woo Pig uh, Suey. That's what it is. Woo Pig so, Suey. Uh, so Eric Musselman, real quick. Yeah. He, vi- I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Did he visit like an NFL team at one point? I'm, I'm looking this up right now. I, uh, I really, I don't even know what to look up. I just remember he visit. Oh, did he visit the Cleveland Browns? Maybe. Never mind. Keep going. Just weird sidebar. Uh, I just remember seeing him like at like the LA Rams practice facility. They brought him in. I was like, what the hell is the Arkansas basketball coach <laughs> yeah, doing in he's LA? Like this bizarre star. And I'm I'm okay with him celebrating a win, right? Yeah. But you take your shirt off, you made it to the Sweet 16. They went didn't it, it, they didn't win the national championship. It's like you know when, what? Uh, I'm gonna come back at you and say I think this is a little bit of jealousy because you did tell me that you had Kansas. I did have you did Kansas. Tell yeah, me. That was a really, that I, I was think a really that might be loss. a little bit of uh, out of spite that you're doing this. Fair, Keep going, though. Fair, fair. But uh, it reminded me a lot of the Minnesota Timberwolves a couple of years ago in their play-in game. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. They I won did. the play-in game. They got Pat Bev standing on the stands, like pointed to everyone, and they just won a play-in game to get into the actual playoffs. Um, that's kind of what this feels like with Arkansas. If I didn't have Kansas, maybe I'd feel a little differently. I kind of love the guy, Musselman. He's hilarious. I was going to say, you can't really hate the guy. He's also so casually like five foot six. (laughs) (laughs) He's so small. He's so small. Uh, but, uh, that was a, that was a good moment. Uh, but I, I, I I feel like, uh, the Purdue fairly Dickinson game. Considering obviously you're UVA guy, you've got the history there. It didn't feel at all like as big of a deal. And that makes sense because it's the second and not the first. Have you seen the last three years what Purdue – who's Purdue uh, has lost yeah, to? Yeah, 14, 15, and 16. Yeah. It's not I great. Mean, it's not I, great. I was thinking about it. It was like obviously it, it, it's the worst spot to be in because you can't say as a Purdue fan or just a college basketball fan uh, as a whole that they need to do anything, that anybody needs to get fired, that they need to change it right. because they've been – uh, they lost to North Texas as a 13 seed. Then they lost to St. Peter's as a 15 seed. They're one seed this year. Lost to FDU. They, they're been in the top 15 seed, you know, uh, rankings the last 15 right. years. And that's not what Purdue basketball has been known for recently. But still, you end up losing to these crazy upsets. I, I just that would kill me because there's nothing you can actually do about it besides just take the fucking loss. And that's the worst yeah. part about it. Yeah, they can, uh, you know. They can take the take the loss, use as motivation, do what we did, and win the national championship next year, and and hopefully people will forget about it. Um, I, I I did that with UVA. I had them to win uh, when they lost to uh, UMBC, yeah. and I picked them again next year because it was because we're, we're obviously from Virginia, but not even right. that. It was more just like I feel like they got it in them. I feel like that's the. They, they got it out of their system. They're gonna get this year. That's the most vague right. fucking shit. Yeah. This is what's yeah, talking about the, the theory. Yeah. He's like, I think they got it in them. I don't know. But uh, 
I, I, I'm not doing that with Purdue. <laughs> I'm not yeah, no, that. I, I, I don't see the 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 opportunity for Purdue there. The talent probably isn't there. But, uh, that's okay. And so we're, we're recording this uh, at halftime of the Kansas State Kentucky game. John, I know that you are a uh, big better. You, you got a lot of hot takes with the, you know, especially March Madness, but you always got hot takes to begin with. T- tell us about who you got in this game and and, and all that. So, so we had a nice little first half full time bet. Uh, Kansas State first half, Kentucky to win uh, money line the end of the game. Uh, rationale behind it just kind of had a gut feeling. You know, you kind of felt like Shibway might get in foul trouble early. And, you know, then Kansas State goes on a little run. They have to sit him. And then he comes back second half dominant. Kansas State guards run out of steam. Uh, the bet, the first half did hit, which is great. Uh, I would love to be able to get back to see this end of the second half. Um, we'll keep, so we'll an, we'll keep an eye goes. on the score. I'm not sure if we'll we're going to be able to catch it. But we, we, we will um, keep your bet in our thoughts and prayers. I promise you that. Was, you. This a, that means a lot. was this a solo decision or was this a – Johnny and the boys. This is a solo decision, kind of a a, a rash Sunday morning decision that uh, you know I feel good about right now. We'll see how things turn out, but uh, you know, uh, hoping that Kentucky can kind of pull it away. It's not Kansas State just hit a big bucket to start, but it's okay. We're not gonna we're not gonna be watching. We're, the whole we're time. not gonna worry about. It. We're uh, not gonna we worry about it. It's a long can't game. Change, can't change things, but uh, yeah, it's always fun to have a little bit of. I, well, this is this is two days after I made a bet to not. I made a deal with my buddy to not bet on any March Madness games because yeah. we were just too involved in our brackets and all that. And then once the bracket goes away, then you kind of lose some steam. So uh, I, I think it's the bracket and the the first the first four days. Once you get to the Sweet Sixteen, there, the the games become less and less. Obviously, you're still gonna pay attention, bet on it. But those first two days, my goodness, I have no problem saying those are the best two sports days of the year. Super Bowl, Completely my ass. Agree. I'm sorry. But March Madness, I mean, I literally, me and my brother would skip school Thursday, Friday. Like, oh, yeah. Like that was locked in every year. And it was just the greatest thing because it was, the, the, I feel like they start out slow, but then you get into that, that, that three o'clock and you're just, you're just eating it up. Yeah. And it's, and, it's nonstop action. And you're looking, oh my gosh, look what's happening here. What's happening here. It's, it's awesome. So, and so they had, uh, did you catch the multicast on uh, YouTube TV? By any yeah. Chance yeah. That was good. That? It, it's, it's good. Uh, we kind of have like a two TV setup. In our, so uh, you didn't really like, need it. We, 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 we didn't, didn't really too. need it. Um, but uh, it was, it's a cool idea. That's good. But there um, we go. So 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 give me your final four. I forget. Did you even do that? Yeah, I had uh, Memphis. You had Memphis Alabama. in the final four. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that, you, that's a lot, that's a lot of faith in Penny Memphis. Hardaway. A lot of yeah, faith in I Penny thought, Hardaway. I thought they'd have a little magic. Uh, I had. Has Penny Hardaway they, done anything? I, no, I mean, but that's I just, why I was feeling it. It's got to happen. I, there's one take uh, a guy had that was this is the year Gonzaga does it for the first time in ten years they're not a top five favorite <clears throat> I think this is the year they pull it off I uh, right. I got a buddy Vernon a friend of the pod uh, who goes to TCU so we are Horn Frog fans tonight but I, I literally thought about that again just back to the we have no evidence we haven't watched any basketball the entire year for the just most gut part feelings. Yeah. gut feelings just gut feelings so you uh, but I, we'll yeah, see I had it. Bama. Memphis, Houston, and Gonzaga actually, and I've Houston taken it all. So it, oh, the final go. four, final four itself still looks good. Uh, Memphis was a big loss, but I think so many people had Purdue going there too. So I'm fine with that. The tricky thing with brackets on the first four days, like I said before, I have UVA, so like I, I'm I'm out out. But even adding on to my point now is everyone you you start out every game is the biggest thing, okay? 
then you, then you lose one and you start to think, okay, let's, let's worry about my, my sweet 16. And then that, as that goes on, you just, a, after the first four, if you still have your final four, let alone your <clears> lead eight, you're chilling. <throat> and then you yeah. add, I mean, if you're in a pool with, you know, let's say a hundred people, you get the winner, uh, right. You're, you're going to be putting good, yourself yeah. in an opportunity to take home the, the prize and all that stuff. So right. for, for those listening, if your bracket seems shattered, uh, but you still have your winner and your runner-up available. Keep the hope. Keep, yeah, the, keep hope. the hope. And embrace the, the hope. madness. Embrace the madness. Perfect. All right. Uh, moving on, uh, going to the World Baseball Classic, John. I, again, I have missed all of it. The, like the, the, the best sports time of the year, baseball starting, US, uh, World Baseball Classic, March Madness. I missed all of it. Did you watch the USA game last night? I, I, <clears throat> I saw the Trey Turner home run. I saw that on twitter that was great uh i'm not i'm gonna get it get it out ahead of it i hate the people that after the diaz injury were like why are we doing the world baseball classic cancel it cancel it's pointless it seems to me you talk to a lot of the players it means a lot to them i think it's totally meaningful i love that it's a big thing i love it i have not been able to get behind it that much it's cool seeing all these guys in these uniforms and all that but i I watch baseball for the, the real teams you know, and, and, and the countries and all that. It's great. It's cool seeing all these guys in different uniforms. I love that. It's a thing. I have not been into it. I'm just going to get that out of the head of it, but I'm a big supporter and I hate the people. I don't hate the people. I hate the opinions. These people hold that they think it's meaningless. That's, that, that's my whole take. No, I totally agree. I, I as a diehard <clears throat> Mets fan, um, I can say that I was really hammered when I found out the news that Edwin Diaz uh, got hurt and how it happened. I got a text from my family. I still have not watched the video, although I know it was when they were celebrating and all that. Um, even still, I can accept this much more than if he had had blown out his arm or something. You know, like that. That seems more kind of like it's a little bit too early in the season to be pushing it that hard and all that stuff. The celebration—it's a freak injury. Again, people are overreacting. Uh, the, the way I see it is, if you are from anywhere besides the United States for the most part, and you're in the MLB or you're a top baseball player, you got to do it because to be on the world stage when USA just owns baseball so much, uh, you know, I love how they say like the the Dominicans, half the league's Dominicans, still the league's in the USA. You know what I'm talking about. You can't, you, you have to do it. It, I mean, to be honest, like uh, we came back uh, against Venezuela last night which I got a crazy betting story to tell you. I was on fire. Great call. Uh, that game was so electric because literally it's in Miami, which obviously genius of them to keep it uh, by you know, Latin America, South America. If we play Cuba tonight, that game's going to be a fucking zoo. The game last night was so spectacular. The atmosphere, it felt like playoff baseball almost on steroids because it was almost a 50-50 crowd. And you got to love it. If you're Venezuela in Miami or in Florida and you got to go to the game. You're on the world stage against fucking USA. It's amazing. Uh, So I love it. Uh, One more thing about the Edwin Diaz thing, and I'll get to another part, but uh, Adam Wainwright, uh, the pitcher like 10 years ago uh, was he, what was it? He was at the plate. He was hitting because he's in the national league and he hit the ball and he started to run and his heel, I believe he tore his Achilles running out of the box and the entire thing afterwards was like pitchers can't pitchers shouldn't hit, uh, you know they're all, like blah 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 all this stuff. And it's like guys, freak stuff like that happens. You can't just change it. There, right? 
they're still athletes. They're still moving off the mound. It's not like, you know, they're throwing it and not moving the entire time. But uh, you're right. I, the whole meaningless thing, it's it's bullshit. It's really bullshit. Agreed. I, uh, back to last night, the, so what was it? So we were down six, five and it was the seventh inning. We were the away team. Cause we were the runner runner up in our pool. They won their pool. Uh, and they, who was it? Luis Arias, who won the batting title last year and coincidentally plays for the Miami Marlins. Now he got trained in the off season, hit a home run in Miami in front of the Vez- wow. Venezuelan crowd. Like actually like just, this is what I'm talking about. Just amazing stuff. The atmosphere, all that stuff. And I was with two of my buddies and I said, we're live betting America right now. (laughs) Quote, never bet against America. Okay. (laughs) I said that like immediately I got fucking shivers down my spine. Nothing had happened yet. We're still down two. We got him at plus plus 500, uh, just about. Okay. Literally that inning, who was it? So it was Tim Anderson walked, I think. Pete Alonzo got his first hit of the tournament, a real blue single right field. JT Real Muto. Uh, gets uh, hit by a pitch. They bring in, I think they bring in a new pitcher, uh, Venezuela. Trey Turner's up, 0-2 count. Uh, I think it was, I believe it was a fastball, just right down the middle. Trey Turner, literally left center field, new. gone. So we started Love going that. fucking nuts. The fact that we didn't get a complaint <laughs> from the people that live below us is insane. We were going nuts. Uh, we won fifteen hundred dollars total, so no. so we're swimming in it right now. Like like just insane shit. Yeah. Uh, I have a buddy that literally never bets before, has never won a bet. He won a hundred bucks on it. He was like, "Fuck That's it, great. put on twenty. Put it, yeah. Why would he? Again, you don't bet against America, yeah, John. Right. You really don't. You never do. Let's hope. Let's hope we can keep it rolling tonight. Yeah, and so we got Cuba tonight. Uh, if you saw the game last night, those listening, Cuba. We're a lot more, much more favorites. Uh, they only have two major leaguers. I think it's Yohan Mankata and Luis Robert. But this atmosphere, t- tune in. I think it's on FS1. This is going to be the Super Bowl of baseball like you've never <laughs> seen before. This is this is this Yankees is and Red Sox too. if they both played in New York. Yes. Okay. This is the semifinals. The other semifinals cool. is Mexico versus Japan. I'm wow. not sure. who. Like, who would you think? Who would you rather play? Who would you rather see us play for, like, the better story, I guess? Uh, Mexico could be cool just because I could see a lot of their fans traveling. I don't know where the yeah. – is the championship going to be in Miami too? Or... I believe so. Uh, I, I can check that right now. It's going to be in America somewhere. And so it's interesting. Uh, just one last thing about it because, I, I mean, after last night's game, I I just want to fucking find it. Right. I love it. Uh, af- uh, what's it called? There's two uh, pools that are on the eastern hemisphere of the fucking planet. They play in Japan mm-hmm. and like Asia and shit. So they finished uh, – Cuba hasn't played for like five days because they traveled over and had to get acclimated right. to the time yeah. zone and all that stuff. So it's interesting to see like How are this they is kind gonna... of weird. Yeah, yeah exactly. Huh. So the championship is on Tuesday. Uh, it is in Miami. It is in Miami. So I think it. for, if it's in Miami, you got to you gotta say Mexico. Yeah. I think you got to. There we go. Uh, moving on real quick. Just wanted to discuss it. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Neither of us are Jets fans, but yeah. I got a couple of boys who are Jets fans, and they have not personally shut the fuck up about it the entire time. You gotta love it, right? It's, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I mean, I don't think they're a Super Bowl team with him. Why? Like, so, I, I mean, their defense is, is is solid. They have weapons offensively. I don't think. I don't think that defense is that much better than the Packers. 
it's good, but it's not like this team was like close and just needed one more piece. They needed yeah. a quarterback. Rodgers is still a very good quarterback. He's not as good as he once was. It's mm-hmm. interesting. I just don't think mortgaging the future, depending on how much they actually end up giving up for him, uh, is worth it when you can get a good quarterback. Um, get get Stafford. You could have got Stafford. Younger, are you, tell- are you telling me they should have gone out and gotten Stafford? <laughs> yeah. I-, I know Aaron Rodgers fell apart this past year. Price he won, the- would have he been won two lower. MVPs before. <laughs> You know what? I can't get on board with that. Get same amount, same amount of Super Bowls. Same amount get, of Super Bowls. Get, get, same get amount the of other... Super Bowls. He's younger, oh better leader. He's younger. Stafford's thirty-five. He's younger. Stafford's thirty-four. He's a better leader. He's a better, better leader. leader. Yeah. No, okay. Uh, he's just not a bad leader. You could say. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Let me let me let me ask you this. And I, I literally just came up with this. You know how the Mets got Max Scherzer and the Mets got Justin Verlander. And the Mets are known for signing stars that are past their prime for way too much money, and they're not, right. and they're just going to end up flopping. I'm not, I hope that doesn't happen with Scherzer and Verlander. I don't think it's going to happen, but unfortunately, the Mets are the Mets, and that's what happens. Could this baby be uh, Aaron Rodgers, New York, one year? Doesn't yeah, doesn't it does really work out. out, and then he's like, all right, I'm done, and then they're like, oh, we just traded a first round pick for this yeah. guy. No, hundred so. percent. I, I mean, I just, I if you told me the Jets go seven and ten. Or eight nine miss the playoffs. He doesn't play up to Aaron Rodgers level because uh, he's like thirty fucking eight yeah, right now. Totally uh, could happen. I won't be shocked. Did you see uh, his uh, his requested signings that they go get? Yeah, all the yeah yeah all the, uh, getting the gang back my, together. Randall yeah, Cobb. First Randall of all, Cobb. Mercedes Lewis. Let's, Lewis let's get let's get the thirty nine year old tight end in, in like six years. Yeah. Uh, who, who um, else? They signed Alan Lazard for forty-four Lazard. million. Yeah, that's a lot of money. He's not for that. Good. Alan Lazard's getting more than Juju. Yeah. I, I mean, what are we doing here? Yeah, it's uh, it, it's a weird time, but it, it'll it's be exciting. interesting to see how it works out. Uh, Darren Waller to the Giants. Not really much to talk about. Did you by any chance see the uh, video of him? I follow the Giants. Oh, with Daniel so Jones? And yeah, just that dapping up for like two seconds. Yeah, just so awkward. awkward. He's like, he's like, we're excited to have you, man. Yeah, yeah. Can't They're wait. not even yeah, looking at each weird. other. Yeah, that was bizarre. That was nuts. That was totally one of those things where like, hold on, hold on. Like a media person was like, we got to record this. <laughs> Shake his hand and act like you guys want to be with each other. Yeah, that was weird. 100%. But, uh, the, the fact is excited nickname to is... See, excited to see the Giants this year. I think Danny Dimes could uh, – I'm a big Danny Dimes fan. If you're the Jets, go get him. Get <laughs> go get Daniel Jones. Oh, I, I mean, anybody with the name Vanilla Vic, obviously it's, it's a <sighs> joke because he, he, he's the lamest guy ever. He went to he went to Duke and he wears right. button downs going into the stadium. But uh, I, I mean, my whole line with Daniel Jones is he's a magician and, and you pay a magician whatever the magician wants. When you can make something right. out of nothing, John, there's no price tag on that. Exactly. <laughs> Completely agree. But uh, yeah, no, super pumped about that. Uh, what else we got? Oh my gosh. I'm working on. I think it's conspiracy this. theory time, John. Yeah, I think I'm it's conspiracy theory time. Being ready, so this is very interesting. Uh, wow, beforehand, beforehand, okay. uh, before we start. Last week we had a little bit of a. I hadn't finished. Uh, first of all, I hadn't wa- I watched Walking Dead. We probably should have. Uh, <laughs> that's my fault. Uh, this week I told you, you go raunchy. Do we have raunchy? It's more raunchy. Yeah, more ra- so raunchier. There's. There is a conspiracy that the Denver airport is the headquarters for the New World Order, um, designed and built by the Illuminati. 
Um, there's a lot of interesting things in here. Let's see. So one big thing is that uh, <laughs> there's sorry, all this bizarre. There's all this bizarre art in uh, the uh, airport. There's a lot about these secret societies. There was a dedication plaque at the airport's entrance that um, (laughs) the uh, name of the group was called the New World Airport Commission. And apparently that organization doesn't exist. So people think that that was some sign. And there's all this art that's like really weird throughout the airport. All these big murals that have like a bunch of weird signs and like gargoyles and all this bizarre stuff. Uh, And then there's people that think there are underground secret bunkers that go under the baggage transport tunnels that house billionaires and global political elites in the event of an apocalypse lizard people aka reptoids and or evidence of aliens are also thought to be lurking down there so the people why the reason why people think this is basically the airport went way over budget and was way behind schedule. It ended up being three billion dollars more than was originally budgeted for. Three billion this is, is a lot. This is the this Denver is the making airport. of the Denver airport. Right, was three billion over uh, the budget, and people were wondering where that money go. Maybe I was say, three billion is a lot. Three billion is a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. Let me. You know what? Let me do a quick fact check. That that's three bill, not three mil. You know um, what, John? Yeah, again, I'm going to stop you and say no because this is conspiracy theory time. And these are facts. It, it, it may be. It may be. It may not be three billion. Let me. Uh, we can't get a fact check on that. We'll see if Jamie can run that in a couple yeah. weeks. Uh, oh yeah. For, oh, I forgot to mention. We have a new producer uh, in the studio, uh, uh, Jack Bernstein, who is a uh, uh, a younger kid I've known. We took about five hundred applications, and his was just 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 remarkable. So four hundred ninety nine people uh, went home really pissed. Uh, but Jack Bernstein, uh, a.k.a. Bernie, but we're going to call him Jamie because uh, that's what Joe Rogan's producer is called. Uh, anyways, so he's in the studio, but he's a producer, thing. so they can't talk or anything. Keep going. Keep going. Um, let me see this. So there's a lot. Okay. Wow. This is very interesting. Okay. Then people think this is where it's – I've already – this is where it gets a little weird. Uh that people think that the way the runways are designed, if you look at it from like a satellite image, resembles a swastika. And so they think that this is some kind of Nazi uh, Nazi home base, Nazi thing. I don't know what uh, people think that, that – how that would be the case. I um, think uh, the Nazis are probably more in – isn't it Argentina? I don't know if after World yeah, War yeah. II. They... Right. I, I so mean I, I guess the best place to hide John would be right under our nose. It's weird. That's a good point. It, it's weird. I had some buddies go to uh, Colorado a couple weeks ago to go skiing, and they flew through Denver, and they did say it was a little weird. They they they, they said it was a little weird. Things were really spaced out, yeah, uh, enough to kind of arouse some suspicion. So, uh, more investigation clearly needed on the uh, <laughs> uh, the airport thing. I personally, again. I'm not a conspiracy guy. I don't believe in this, but it's interesting to. You're, just you're this pod's this conspiracy guy, though, I'm, and that's yeah, all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> you are the uh, conspiracy so, guy to me. I, I guess so. I guess. I, I would say one thing about the art that I, I thought was 
Yeah, the art's really weird. Maybe as if it was like the only place where like every drug on the fucking planet is legal. That's a good uh, not, point. not not on the planet, but uh, in America, every, everything's legal. If there's going to be a weird airport, I'd probably say that or be in Colorado. That's a good point. Or or, or the Portland, Oregon airport. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that would just be my guess. Uh, this is insane. So so the New World Order. Yeah. There's I a like lot. that. I, I like how that sounds. That sounds good. <laughs> Sounds it's an good. interesting sound. Yeah, it's an interesting name. Uh, if so, any of the ooh, higher up strange. elites under the uh, bunker in the Denver airport are looking for just you know just a hangout guy, a glue guy, uh, you know, let's say in the event of apocalypse, just a guy that's willing to pass the time, a guy that's willing to talk, talk your off, and just have a good time. Come to me, New World Order. I'm right here. Big fan <laughs> of you guys. Big uh, fan. Maybe uh, I'll, I'll say not not a fan of the uh, swastika runways, but everything else I, I could hop on board with. You guys, you guys, rep, yeah. reptoids, I'm totally good with them. Uh, Very interesting. <laughs> that's great stuff. I, I'm, I'm gonna love this segment as the weeks go on, just because we're gonna be able to look back <laughs> really and compare good. it to, really. you know, just God forbid the, the what I, I I told you before, but just my dad going on Twitter and be like, you guys hear Chrissy Chrissy Teigen's yeah. sex, sex trafficking? It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's on Twitter. It's like, there, dad, dad, put put down the iPad, put down the real, iPad, yeah. dad. Oh my god, <laughs> that's amazing. All right, uh, we are not too far away. I'm gonna send him the invite now so that we can. Uh, See how it goes. Hold on. I'm going to text him. We got a friend of the pod, Will Carlson, coming in soon. Uh, honestly, should have been more on top of this. Uh, between now and then, though. Oh, we got a new bit. Uh, oh, yeah. Hold on. Love this. One sec. This is a new bit we got. Uh, obviously, we can't do this forever. Be, uh, maybe we could. There's enough of these players that we maybe could. It, this segment is called Name That Mid, Mid-2000s Basketball Player. Great okay, session. so Johnny, I got five. Okay. Actually, I think I got six pictures. So we're gonna try to. I'm gonna try to start with easiest to to hardest. Okay, uh, these are middle of the road basketball players that if you played NBA 2K or were an NBA fan from about 2002 to 2011, you would probably uh, know who they are. Uh, but again, this is 2023, so these guys are long gone. I would love to get an update on what these guys are doing right now. Yeah. Uh, so here we go. All right, and to be honest, I can't figure out how to fucking show the picture on uh, okay. on on the platform. So I literally am just gonna put my phone uh, up against the camera. So to start off, John, who is this power forward? Let's see. Oh, is that Luis Scola? That's Luis Scola. We're e starting easy. off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Rockets legend. <laughs> and and all time two thousands <laughs> Rockets legend. I think him and uh, the Corey Maggette. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yes. All right, now who's the second easiest of this? Scola, like always this. a guy you could extend the floor. Is what? I is that a? I believe he played for the Lakers at yeah, some point. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I think his first name's Steve, right? It Blake. is Steve. It's Blake. Steve Blake. Steve, Steve Blake. Blake. Ding, a ding, backup ding. Point guard. Always nice this? to have. Oh, where, where, where are we? Uh, hold on, I'm looking for a. Uh, Steve oh my god. Blake. <laughs> Steve Blake. Steve Blake, Blake, everybody. Nice rotational <laughs> piece. There we go. Oh, Jesus. Again, the sound bite's a bit of a learning curve. That's a 40-second cheering uh, button, yeah. so we've got to make sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. Johnny, who is this? Oh, that's my guy, uh, Marcus Haywood, right? No, that's the, no, no. For, uh, you're thinking of Brendan Haywood, which also wow, Haywood. <laughs> I, I, I should have gotten Brendan Haywood. Uh, I can't blame you, though, because it's not too far off in terms of the headband, the position. 
That's not Quran, is it? Quran, That's not like I'll, that Quran Butler. Quran, Quran Butler is way too good to be at this game. Quran <laughs> okay, Butler is okay. – these are guys me, that average me, 10 forward four. Okay. All right. Give me, uh, give me a hint on him. Ah, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, so I believe this jersey is on the Nuggets. Uh, he's still in the league? No, 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 no. In the, oh, in this, oh, in this oh, no, 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 no. These, again, these guys are, are just, are just fucking long gone. Uh, is that? I, a, I don't, I don't know if it's I, not I think, Marcus Camby, is it? It's not no, Marcus Camby. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even gonna lie. I don't know what. Uh... <laughs> so yeah, he played for the Nuggets. He played for the Knicks. Played for the Pacers with Ron Artest. 98 draft he played i mean to be honest if you don't know from the picture you're not i need his first no name yeah first name is al no john idea. you know this no idea. al harrington al harrington you, you recognize specialist the name. yeah i remember re- okay i, I was, was gonna he say in atlanta i thought he played for the hawks he maybe had a, a brief brief stop in atlanta brief let's again see. this is a guy that was traveling al harrington uh, he did have a couple years of the Hawks. That's right. There we go. All right. Again, these are getting harder and harder. So uh, yeah. according to, at least for me and what I think you would be able to do. Next guy. I might need to give you a hint on this one. It's not the best, you know, what does this guy oh, look like? Geez. Shooting guard, three-point shooter. Think think Steve Nash sons. Oh, jeez. Um, it's a hard picture guy. Not Leandro Barbosa. Who's that give me, other guy, give me, John? give me the first name. Give me the first name. I'm gonna give you his last name. It's Bell. Okay. Bell. Bell. Okay, that's not great. It's really. Uh, oh, hold on. Uh, quick disclaimer. Uh, me and my buddies played the NBA 2K like my GM, and you can start okay. in 2002. So these, I, I, I'm giving it to you a little hard, but hey, I'd rather give it to you a little bit harder uh, than have you get everyone, you know, without even thinking. Uh, I have no idea. First name starts with an R. Is it Raja Bell? It's Raja Bell, baby. Yeah. Damn. All right. So we'll, we'll say you're two for four. Again, th- this is not a, uh, you know, an A, B, C uh, grading scale. This is, I'm right. giving it to this you hard. Is, yeah. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, this, you know, I, I'm going to skip that one. This actually isn't really the hardest, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to end on that one. I think you got a shot, a better shot at that oh, one. At gosh. Least. Supersonics point guard. Oh gosh. Supersonics. Uh, I, I know it's not Mike Bibby, and and, and I'm close to Mike Bibby. Have you seen Mike Bibby lately? <laughs> yeah, Mike Bibby jacked. blew he's up. Massive. Mike Bibby, Mike Bibby looks like Dom Toretto from fucking Fast yeah. Five. Dom, yeah, Mike Bibby is. Oh my god, this is Brazil. Uh, I'm gonna need this guy's first name or last name. Uh, I'm gonna give you the initials. It's L R. I have no idea. I have no idea. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. First name, Luke. Last name, Rittenauer. Luke Rittenauer, Luke Rittenauer. baby. Never heard of that name. You never have never heard, heard of, of the name Luke. See, Luke see this is Rittenauer. the tricky part with this game is because you got to make it difficult enough, but there's going to be some misses, and I apologize. Uh, the last Rittenauer. one, which I got from a buddy of mine before uh, the pod, which I, I just don't think there's any way, but give it a glance. I have I, no idea J- Jared is. Bayless. Jared Bayless. Don't worry. Okay. okay Jared that, 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 that was an impossible room. All right. He, so was, we'll give a, you a, he was a, uh, a Bucks guy, right? 
You know, I don't even know. Uh, these guys, again, they slip out of your mind. Dude, he's still in the league. I think. Still in the league? Is he? I think so. He's 34. All right, I'm going to have to look at it. I might have to, might have to slide. Right, maybe he retired. Hold on. I do think uh, he might be a little bit. Yeah, well, okay. He's 34 years old. I apologize. Well, no, no, he retired in 2019. Good... Yeah, that, yeah that, was... that's not. Yeah, it's way too recent. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was. Uh... Oh, yeah, he was with the, with the Bucks for a little bit. <laughs> nice 10 and 4 guy. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, yeah. So, I'll, I'll give you a two and a half out of five, which, John. That that's great. It's that's not great. great. But yeah, you know great. what? How about this? How about this? How about we switch it up next week? You do mid mid two thousands basketball good. players. I'm bringing a hot conspiracy theory. Okay. Okay. I'm good. bringing. Love it. I'm Love it. shot. Yeah, what's what's the line? It's uh, I'm gonna have a firecracker shot shot at my ass, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring good. the heat. Uh, while we're waiting for um, our friend of the pod, Will Carlson, to talk sports. Uh, and some other absolute bullshit. Saw Creed. Uh, oh, there we go. There we, we go. William Carlson. There we go. Connection. A little bit Long iffy time, coming out of College time. Park. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Will Carlson. Yeah, like, am I good right now? I think Look you're good. This. I think you're good. Special guest. You, you may be uh, a, a little uh, laggy, but that's okay. We got, we got all the patience in the world. Uh, Will, how are we? Uh, Maryland, unfortunately, got blown the fuck out, but you told me beforehand you had no hope in them. So uh, h- how'd you take the loss? Um, I mean, it's what I expected. Uh, we've seen the home away splits. I mean, 75 at home, 55 on the road. We're playing in Birmingham against the best team in college basketball. I mean, what do you expect? I guess the, the bright side of things, though, you could say College Park is one of the toughest places to play in college basketball, uh, let alone yeah. the atmosphere in R.J. Bentley's, not too far away. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. And then that uh, one famous board, Cuse, I know. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> yes. What's that one or whatever? That Portnoy's like – or Portnoy claims you guys the best bar school. Oh, yeah. So, oh, John, I didn't even talk to you about yeah, this. Yeah, did you guys so win that? We, we won it. Okay, let's and go. Le- let me be the first to tell you, as a Syracuse student and soon-to-be alum, guys, Sy- Syracuse is not the best bar school. I, I don't care <laughs> if I'm the only one hating. I don't give a shit if you go to if you think it is. We have one bar that everyone goes to, and it's one building. I've been to R.J. Bentley's. R.J. Bentley's better. The whole thing is people at Syracuse care more. That's really what it is. And uh, – Really not proud that we won that, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that at least could be better. But there we go. We've um, got some great uh Carlson, I know you'll love this. I don't know if you've been keeping up on Twitter. Uh I'm seeing that the Snyder deal is within the five yard line, is what I'm hearing from reports. Yeah, I saw it yesterday with uh Josh Harris. Yeah, Josh Harris. Landon, go Bears. Former Bears. Josh Harris? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Who's- he went to Landon. I, no, I don't even think heard I'm of this guy. pretty sure he did. I think I'm thinking of the Todd Bowley guy. Todd Bowley went to Oh, Todd Bowley. Uh, wait. Yeah, dude. Hold on. Yeah, Josh Harris. Wait, Gabe. DC native, yeah. How do you, how do you feel about um, having, like, an owner that owns, like, the Sixers and the Devils? Yeah, I don't love that. I kind of want our guy to be all in. 
But uh, are you hearing the rumors that the reason why Michael Jordan sold the Hornets was to get in on a bid for the Commanders? Really? Yeah. That's hard to believe. Because <laughs> you're telling me he's going to step away from oh, his it, sport it is, in his yeah, state and go to yeah. <laughs> the most, probably the worst run franchise in all of major sports. Not even close. I mean, oh my God. <laughs> It'll, uh, uh, it, yeah, I would love that. It, the Harris, yeah, it's probably going to be Josh Harris. It's not a landing guy. Not a landing guy. Okay, but on John, that's this one, tell you, we got to stop fact checking. Checks. We just got to, yeah. we just got to run with it. We just got to run with it, <laughs> guys. This is not where you get facts. We don't know what we're talking about. We, we've said that from the beginning. This is an entertainment. Take an edible, relax, put on the AirPods, and just enjoy podcast. Um, Carlson, you're here today. Uh, <laughs> at least for me, you're here today because I wanted some. Uh, preseason MLB picks uh, for awards. Now, uh, what do you have for us? Do you have Do you have Cy Young? Do you have MVP? Both? What's What's the deal? All right, Owen. Let me first put in like MLB awards. Let me just make sure I get all of them on here. Um, Cy Young. Okay, I don't have Cy Young, but I have like prospects. I think I'm. You could be Cy Youngs one day. Okay. Okay, so and, and, and again, these these aren't guys that have odds for Cy Young. So you're going to have to really shop around at various books uh, to find these guys. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you can't place any bets on these guys. Um, <laughs> but if you're basically like, if you're like 19, you're from the DR and you're, you have like a decent like spin rate on the heater, I'm all over it. There's value there. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I love it. So, they, <laughs> So the two guys I have, like basically, these are two bet on guys. I think all season, until I mean these, until like they start showing like fatigue. But Brayden Bayo, Boston Red Sox, and Ronty Contreras for uh, Pirates. All year, first five, it's gonna be oh plus two hundred, plus two ten. Oh, he's he was spraying it all over his like in his first start. You wait though. If the bats get warm for the Pirates and the Red Sox, there's value. When you see when you see Yankees Sunday night baseball and Bayo's on the bump <laughs> at plus 150, you take it and run before sharp money comes in. So let me ask you something. Actually, no, I'm not, not even asking you something. Just for uh, a heads up for those listening. When he says first five, Carlson is not a big fan of the full game betting. He likes to take the bullpen out of the equation and keep the Love game that. simple with Love the starters. That. Okay, this is a Dave Koken special who, for those of you who don't know, is a 75-year-old man who handicaps uh, sports and has an eye patch. Uh, the, how, would you, how would you describe him, Carlson? He is the George Washington of, of handicapping. <laughs> yeah, no, he has like, some like, salt to him. Like, he's been like, living in Vegas for like, a while. Supposedly like, back in his heyday when he's like, betting the horses and whatnot. He was a great looking guy, got, you know, got a bunch of girls and I don't know what happened to the eye. No one's addressed it. They never <laughs> addressed it. it. Guess what? We're not going to be the ones there. to out him on it. We're not, we're not going to look deep. <laughs> yeah, you, you, I mean, I don't think, you, do you know Dave Coke? Uh, yeah. Not? O'Shea tried to get me on him. <laughs> okay, I don't understand. Okay, so this is what he does. He wears the eye patch, but then he wears like a pair of Oakley's over the eye patch. It's like, what is look, look it up. It's Dave and then it's C-O-K-I-N. The greatest guy to ever get picks from of all time. Me, Just look yeah, it up. Look all right, Carlson, what, what, what do you like about these guys? Is it their spin rate? Is it that that arm angle? What, what do you like? Okay, so I'm on Baseball Savant right now. We can see all these. For anybody who's into betting on baseball, you can see all the spin factors and whatnot in here. So, like, this is basically, like, your holy grail. It doesn't matter what the ERA is. 
all that shit does not matter. Okay, this is worth <laughs> real value. Okay, so if you go on here, his K rate's only thirty four. I mean, he is what? He's twenty three. He's been in the big leagues for like half a season. Anyways, his fastball velo is like ninetieth percentile in the entire league. He sits ninety eight. And it's a sinker too, actually, not even not even a four seam. Sits ninety eight, and then his fucking changeup is like ninety two, and his strikeout rate's like fourth in the league or something. So I like that. And then Ronzi Contreras, I mean, his fastball already just does this. <laughs> it's, it's, it's you're straight under it all game in Pittsburgh. I love so, it. I love it. Oh, so, Andrew, so again, uh, just a quick uh, disclaimer again. The, you're gonna to have to really shop around uh, at books for Cy Young odds on these guys. Maybe, maybe you have to go out of the country. Maybe they only have it in the DR. Uh, so bring your passport. But you're saying first five innings, a lot of value on these guys. Uh, do you see them being at at plus money at home type guys? Um, I mean, based on the projections, uh, I think Baseball Savant has. Um... The Red Sox like winning four more games than did last year. Uh, my numbers say otherwise. I think there's value. <laughs> um, I also, this is yeah. You know, people are like, oh, Orioles this, Orioles that. They will never have a year like last year. You can fade the Orioles and print money all this year. There we go. Um, there we go. Love and, that. And, and, love that. So, so or- answer your question. There's value. They'll probably they'll probably be at plus money, but sharp money will come in. So you have to get the number early. <laughs> There we go. So, so we got the Orioles are a bet against team. Uh, I forgot if you said it. Who's your, who are your? Uh, if you have a top bet on team for this year, and and I swear to God, um, don't say on. the fucking Nationals. Just please, <laughs> I don't care if you think that. Just, just say another team. I said at the end, uh, bet on Pirates. Um, Rays always because like everybody always like oh Rays like aren't we good this year? They're starting pitching every year. Is just cracked. I mean, you know, they basically print money at home. Also, at Tropicana, supposedly, like, among the players, because they were, like, in that weird dome. So if you're playing there away, you're not used to, like, seeing the ball in there. But, like, seeing the ball in there, like, for, like, a pitch is, like, the weirdest thing ever. Like, you go in there. Like, say, like, you go to the West Coast. We've been on the West Coast for a while. Like, you're on a, like a West Coast road trip. And you come back and you play in Tampa, you won't be able to see shit. You have the you have to, you're um, what's it called? Oh yeah, you'll be jet lagged. You know, you'll be fucking. You'll be uh, you get what I'm saying. You'll be jet lagged. You'll go. They won't go see shit. And next thing you know, you'll just see McClanahan fucking. It's from the left side. It's deadly. All right, I I, I didn't really know what to expect with this. I knew you would have some crazy uh, dark horses. I like the Rays because you go there and you can't see shit. That's a good. uh, I'm gonna keep that in my mind when I'm thinking about betting on the Rays. That's a good soundbite. Yeah, you can't see anything. It's just. I would not have been on the word jet lagged being used in any of these segments. That is just fantastic. And as far as uh, uh, MVP or hitters or anything else like that, you got anything like that? Uh, hitters? No, actually, don't. No, he's he's a pitching guru. He's <laughs> again. Th- th- this is the thing about Carlson. I'll tell you, Johnny. He he values the pitching. Baseball is ninety percent pitching. It, it really is. First yeah. five, he gets a lot of value. Uh, Carlson, the hockey season still going. How is that uh, going for you so far? You were a big fan. Was it the Devils? Were you a big fan of the Devils? Yeah, I have a, f- I have a future in the Devils. Yeah, to win the division too. Not even the the the, the cup, right? 
Yeah, just the vision. Yeah, yeah. just the division. <laughs> you gotta love it. Uh, no, I, I appreciate you uh, giving your insight on these sports. Uh, now, I told both of you to bring your shades, okay? Do we have the shades? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Now, now, just to give you a heads up, uh, I, I'm Osh Baller. This is J-Dog and uh, Carlson. I came up with a nickname for you. You're not Batman anymore. You're Latman, okay? Uh, he, this kid was telling me he was pulling heavy. He was rowing a lot before. So can we all just take a second and just – which, by the way, the Tony Pros, John, Adam, <laughs> you made him back. That's still, huge. I almost That's lost huge. him in the ocean the first day. Yeah. They never After went in that, with him against. Good, good. Uh, real quick, hold on, before, yeah. hold on, before we do this, I'm sorry for me all over the place right now. I wish I had, a, I wish I had a more scheduled um, or like better uh, script for my for my baseball selections. What are you talking? But about? If I'm back on, if I'm back on though. I'll be more in depth. Carlson, be you are, I, I promise I you, you're coming back. Guest. I think he's yeah. a recurring guest. <laughs> Carlson, do not worry about that. Oh, my God, you're apologizing? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. <laughs> real quick, before we get uh, into a new segment called Bro Time that's going to last five minutes, uh, John, <laughs> uh, th- these glasses, Carlson, I call them the Tony Pros from the Irishman. Uh, if you remember the Miami boss, yeah, Tony yeah. Pro. I. Uh, I was hammered at like a pool party, like just, just like borderline blacked out. And I am getting a drink with a guy and the kid, kid literally is like, all he says is like, Hey man, like, I really like your glasses. Like those are awesome. And I go, Oh dude, you, you ever seen the Irishman? You ever seen the Irishman? He's like, yeah. Like what? what are you talking about? Like, why are you yelling at me? Like two inches from his face. I go, you ever see, you know, Tony bro. These are, these are Tony pros. Guy left. I had to tell him. I, I was a mess, but, but the Tony pros, they made it baby. They stay strong. So, you're you're gonna be on this podcast. I can I can recurring promise you that. Guest. Recurring guest. Uh, maybe yeah no maybe uh, we'll talk a little bit. You know what? Stick to your forte. No more no no hitters. I don't want to hear about hitters. I want to hear about yeah. young dimension pitchers that have value on them. Okay. Yeah, uh, strikeout props too. I got I'll have a ton of strikeout props in the future. Love that. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> there we go. Just a get a wealth of up. knowledge. <laughs> I'm just gonna tap into during baseball season. I cannot wait for baseball season with this podcast because I, I know every other week at least Will Carlson's gonna be a recurring guest. So, guys, great to talk to everybody. Um, I think today was a good podcast. Uh, we will be. I will be editing clips and putting them on uh, TikTok, YouTube, uh, Instagram, etc. So watch out for that. Again, this is the Get Out of Here podcast. I'm Will O'Shea here with the doctor, Jonathan Gannion. Jonathan, any any last words for the folks? Uh, you know, embrace the madness is all I'm going to say. Uh, best yeah. couple weeks in sports. We'll keep it going. This week's going to suck because after mm-hmm. tonight, we don't get anything till Thursday. So I don't know what we're going to do these next couple of days. We'll be all right. We'll hang in there. Uh, there try go. to maybe get back to our responsibilities and then get back to life uh, on Thursday. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys. You guys take care, and uh, I'll see you next week.